You know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. gentlemen welcome to the newest edition of what you've been missing the early edition good morning good afternoon good evening you are now listening to the all dressed up podcast every sunday at nine with your boy have streams wait a minute which finger is it this way this one this one this one my man have streams on my left right whatever you see and me on the left what up hello up what is good man what it do, people? What it do, K Dizzle? How you feeling, bro? Hey, we are one week away from uh, from Jesus's birthday. Yes. So I hope you got all of your Christmas shopping done. You got everybody out the way. You got some good plans. You're gonna have some good fun. And today we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So really quick, Ronnie's in the building early. What up, Ronnie? What's good, my guy? What's going what up? On? What up, yeah. Rod? How was your week, man? Man, chill week, man. Um, you know, just another one. Another one of the books, like you said, closer to Christmas. So did some more shopping. Watch the bank account. Do do more <laughs> attriculating. You know what I mean? So we just gotta put back what we took out to to make everybody uh to bring everybody some Christmas share. But hopefully each and everybody out there is walking in the door and checking us out tonight at this special time of seven o'clock. And um if you're wondering why. You know, I don't know why we even bumped it up to 7 o'clock, to be honest with you. But I got a little excited to watch the Commanders play the Giants tonight in my playoff game, if you haven't heard. But, uh, Kay, what you what you got going on, bro? Nothing, man. You know, I had a good afternoon. Um, I just finished watching um, uh, some 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 highlights of a Jacksonville Jaguars versus Cowboys game. <laughs> that's hilarious man it was it was it was excellent it was must see tv i will say that Mm -hmm. i will say that must see tv and uh it's just gonna make it a lot harder when next week comes around christmas eve but look we got a lot to roll into man uh you got a rant for the night before we get rolling let's see man a few things have been floating around on, on my mind as of late but um i was thinking about something that I was learning um, about researching and taking into the new year. Mm-hmm. Cause I know we were talking about, uh, you know, our wrap up show and, and, you know, everybody's going to be making those new year resolutions. But we talked about like a week or two ago, how I've realized that a lot of people that are successful said they start their day around five or six o'clock in the morning. D what's up, baby? Yeah, for sure. So that was the one thing. So my next thing to add on top of that. What's less normalize your ability to say no? Oof. And if you're just coming in at this seven o'clock special, special presentation <laughs> of the All Just a Podcast, text 301-857-1757 to join the conversation because we're talking about some fun stuff tonight. But yeah, uh, you know, if if you're that type of person that, you know, find it hard to tell a person no, no matter what it is, if you're just that friend who uh you know, who's always getting asked to do something for somebody else. Or if you're that relative or that good son or daughter 
or that phenomenal mom or dad or that coworker that just always gives that extra at work. And sometimes you just don't pour back into yourself. It's okay. It's okay to normalize the ability, ladies and gentlemen, to just tell that person, no, I don't want to. In 2023, it's okay, Kate Dizzle, for you to say, no, I don't want to. Because if you learn how to say those words, you'll be surprised how much that can preserve your mental health. And that's the half streams message. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm sounding good. It's getting it's getting better and better. I might have to write a book soon. <laughs> but let's normalize saying no, Kato. So what do you think about that? No, that's a, you're 100% correct in that. Uh, normalize saying no even during, during the holiday season, too. Don't wow. stress yourself out going to everybody's house trying to please everyone. Sometimes you need to take a break. You either make one stop or make two, but don't stress yourself out trying to please other people. Normalize protecting your peace and not forcing yourself to do things you really want to do. Well, you know, I used to, I used to always want to be, you know, uh, uh, I, I would say like a people pleaser and I never wanted to be that guy to tell my friend or, you know, like my relative or my boss, no. And, and I found out that um, I would think that if I did, if I did choose no at that point, mm -hmm. it might, you know, affect my relationship or how that person felt about my loyalty or how they could depend on me. And if, if you can't say no a few times, you know, maybe five or six times, maybe you just don't need to, you know, have that relationship or that, that, that situation in your life. You know what I'm saying? So just, just figure it out. I think it'll go a long way. And um, that's that's my take for the day, bro. I love it. I love it. Maximize your grind within the time that's allotted to you. Then move on to something else. We always get into the habit of, of feeling, feeling like we have to put in putting the extra work, the extra hours. Yes. Do it for yourself more than anything else. Not for the person that's paying you. You can you can maximize and do everything you need to do within that time frame. But don't give them any more than that. Always make sure you invest more time in yourself. After hours doing what you need to do and where you need to go. Now, that's different. If you, it's different if you work an hourly and you're trying to make that extra overtime. You're doing that for you, right? Right. Don't do over and above for you there. Do over and above for you at home or something else or doing something else. Even just rest. Okay. So keep that in mind, man. I don't know if if anything that uh, COVID, the pandemic, all that has taught taught anyone is that your time is more valuable than anything else as well as your mental health is more valuable than anything else. So take the time off for you. Do what's right for you and what makes sense for you as you live on this earth. And then most of all, have fun and protect your peace. So look, there's so many things that happened. So many things that happened over the past week. Um, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Because I, I got one I'll probably throw in in the middle of what we're talking about. All right. Well, look, then I'll keep sports it going. Because I, no, I, I hold off on sports real quick. I, I'll take a a stroll on down Netflix because I've been avoiding Netflix lately. And this kind of is a segue off of the learn how to say no thing, right? Mm -hmm. There's a certain population of people out here that just surprise me each and every day. Like I find out that there are new types of people in the world each and every day. Mm -hmm. Like the things that you just wouldn't expect people to do. Yeah. Some people to do it, you know, and I was watching a documentary uh, Netflix had this little ranking system like the top 10 or whatever mm -hmm. and it's called Don't Pick Up the Phone. The documentary that I watched is called Don't Pick Up the Phone and I can't believe 
the shit that transpired on this documentary. I'm dead serious, bro. Like, it's so... Three episodes right now. <laughs> All you need is three episodes, Cadence. Oh, you say it's only three. Police cars everywhere and people coming and going. So, so what are we talking about with this? So the, the audacity. And uh, McDonald's are still doing business. Of the person that's doing this. The kitchen uh, back of this hallway. You can kind of hear the guys talking, okay? It was just crazy. Oh, you can? Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, um, I'm, I'm still one episode away from being finished. I, it just, I couldn't believe it. So basically what, what what's happening is you got a person that's prank calling McDonald's and Taco Bells and fast food restaurants around mm-hmm. the country. This supposedly happened like around 020304. Mm-hmm. Guy is calling a restaurant. The documentary starts off where he calls a McDonald's, talks to the assistant manager. She's a female. And he says, you know, I've got word. Well, you know, he says, I'm, I'm such and such officer from the station, which is right around the street. You know, he sounds very credible right down the street. He says, you know, my force is on its way over there or whatever they say. You know, I'm not a Fed. And he was like, um, you know, but I've got word and I've got a McDonald's corporate officer on the phone as well that you have a, a thin built brunette employee that stole a wallet from a customer. And we need you to ask her to come in the back and we need you to, you know, investigate. So do you have anybody on staff? And the lady says, sure. So she gets the lady and she has a brunette on staff and. The young girl's like 18 named Luis, and she pulls her in the back. And the guy on the phone pretty much coerces this investigation over the phone the entire time. And he's telling the McDonald's manager that, you know, I, I can't get my guys there fast enough, so you're going to have to perform a strip search. And the young girl is interviewing in a documentary, and she's like, well, you know, I'm just a military child. I always follow the rules. So I'm just listening to what they're asking me to do. And at first, I'm just doing it. You know, she's up in her pockets. She's taking her clothes off. And you can see the camera of the back of the McDonald's, right? So you can see this young girl looking very scared, you know, getting pretty much down to no clothes in the back of McDonald's, proving that she didn't steal a wallet because this dude's on the phone telling the manager to do it. So at this point, I don't believe the documentary. You know what I'm saying? Because there cannot be a population of people that will allow this to happen. But apparently, bro, there has to be because this is an existence. So as it goes even further, and I, and, and it's not even funny, but he gets, he gets the manager to say, you know, again, that the cops are coming. Do you have a husband or a, or a boyfriend? And the manager says, yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a fiance. And they say, get him to come in. He comes in the room. The, the documentary gets a little dark at that point because some more acts were asked for the girl to perform. And it really, you know, like I said, it wasn't as funny from here on out. But the whole point of the documentary is this guy got away with this manipulation off of prank calling restaurants for years. And he did it on paper at least 70 times. Wow. So not counting the times that didn't actually transpire, the times that he probably got hung up on. He actually had made it to 73 cases of this prank call to where he had victims who were coerced to have to do certain things sexually, certain things against their humanity. And it's a shocking documentary, man. And I'm not even one to go out and promote, 
you know, different things like it. But I just didn't think, like I said, the ability to say no. Like, at what point could that person have said, no, this is not, this is not right. No, I don't want to. And it's all good to be raised in, in the church and to be a military child and to be raised with respect. But you also have to have, and I guess, Kate, does what we're talking about is, again, the display that there's a lack of common sense. Mm. You know, like, I, I know you do a great job as a parent, Kate Dizzle, and I'm looking to follow in your footsteps, man. But, like, I got to teach my kids, like, you know, you can't just listen to just anybody. I don't care if they got a badge or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the situation is. So if you got some time, not to straighten this out too long, but but check it out, you'll definitely have that face when you're watching it. Like, what the hell am I watching? And what the hell do people do in this world? Well, Netflix is bringing, has been bringing some some crazy stuff online, some some true story stuff. So you, you're just very careful on on some of that stuff that I watch in in all that, all mm. that, that sound crazy in South. Well, yeah, that stuff has happened for years. Can like, you imagine that, bro? Yeah, I can. I can imagine that. I can definitely imagine that. I can definitely imagine people falling for that on a consistent basis. And the the detective who takes on the guy and like runs on with the story and like really tries to find him. The 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 young lady who I'm talking about at the beginning of the documentary ended up being his neighbor, who was a good friend of his, his daughter. Mm-hmm. It was his daughter, so he took it very personal. And I'm at the point in the doc where it's like, you know, I'm going to put this guy behind bars. So I'm going to check it out. I'm going to finish it up, man, let you know. You know, what we'll probably do soon, like you said before, is start talking about a review, a review series coming up over the next couple of weeks. So before we go into the next category, what you thinking, Cadence? What you got? All right, so... This just hit the waves, right? This just hit the waves, and I want to talk about it, okay? Um, let me pull this up. For those of you that don't know, let me pull this up. This has just been hitting over the past few hours. This man has been everywhere uh, in all conversations uh, about about him being arrested. Not that advertisement, but him right there. If you're not familiar with him, this is a mugshot. So Mari Stoudemire. Mari Stoudemire. Okay. <laughs> Mari Stoudemire. And the reason why he's there, because uh, allegedly punching his daughter, right? Um, and basically saying that um, facing misdemeanor battery charge, his book Sunday, court in Miami Dade, the closest in Florida. Um, the photo she received of daughter, which shows crying blood running down her face. Apparently, he punched her in the face because she was being disrespectful. And so he thought he thought the dog was giving attitude to her grandmother, and that she allegedly continued slapping her, uh, continued slapping her after punching her. Mm. So Stoudemire told cops his daughter received a whooping from him for being disrespectful and a liar, per the Herald. Uh, and I think that's it. Is that a picture of his daughter? Yeah, that's his ex-wife and his daughter. Right so, um, so yeah. So this is this is t- this has brought up a very uh, serious conversation about streets need a <laughs> streets need a body. So this is this is brought up a what's good, Erica? Um, very good conversation about um, capital punishment, right? Capital punishment within you know within the household. You talking about parenting capital punishment? Okay. Are we? Look, here's the question. And I'm going to preface it like this: Are are we still 
Hey, what's up, Erica? Are we still beating our kids in, in these streets? Are you still laying hands on your kids? Are you using capital punishment and raising your kids still? Um, and that's the that's the question I have right now because this is just, um, this has started the online online war right now. There's people saying yes, there's people saying no. Well, let me ask you a question: How old is how old is his daughter? I don't know how old it's though. I mean, I have to look it up. All right, so not to put you on the spot, but um, no, no, good question. I grew yeah, up. Apparently, she's in it. You know, she's she's a teenage. She's teenage age, teenager age. Uh, let's see. You know, you know, we grew up on on weapons. We talked about that before in our earlier podcast mm-hmm. as far as discipline and such. But anytime you got to sit there and you know have police get involved. And you get arrested, and you got to really tell your whole story. Nine times out of ten, it was probably close to extreme, you know, because you can easily sit there with your, you know, your chin up high and say, you know, I discipline my child, you know, I spanked my child. But to hear, you know, he punched his daughter, that don't sound good. You punched know? her in the jaw. So they didn't say which one it was. He's 17, and she's, he's got two, 17 and 14 teenage daughters. And not that it would make it any lighter if it was a 14 or 17, but mm-hmm. I was just trying to think of the mindset of the child and where they were, you know, at their development stages for it to have to get to him punching her. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think, you know, just like Erica said, she hit her on the head. There's a difference between spanking and abuse mm-hmm. and punching her is unacceptable. And it's the type of abuse to where it's traumatizing, like, right. you know, She's gonna she's gonna close her eyes and see allegedly her dad balling up his fists and bringing it towards her in a punching you know form. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not really with it. You know you got to probably look at yourself in the mirror and check out your parenting because I would hope that as a dad my words would be able to have a lot more impact than me having to punch my child. Yeah. Well, Ralph. What up? What up? What's so- good, Ralph? So there goes, there is, I think there are age limits that you need to set on when you're talking about, um, you know, disciplinary actions with with your kids, right? And disrespect, I mean, punching usually is in self-defense or in a street fight. And you're not, you're not going to, who's, who is out there punching their kids in the face? Yeah. I think that's just way too far. Now, and, and spanking a 16-year-old is kind of wild because you got to look at the mentality, uh, K. Dizzle. Like, I don't think you're really teaching lessons from spanking at 16, you know? So, I, you know, if, now if my child's a full-blown adult, that's a whole nother conversation. You 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 going to step out there in the paint. You're an adult. You, you got your own stats, own place and paying your own bills. Yeah, prime time is going on tonight. So, um if you are outside and you you know you come back home and you talking that stuff, yeah, you gonna catch these hands. You AK Dizzle. <laughs> you say you gonna catch these hands. Catch these hands. I'm telling no. You know, after you leave my house, right, and do your own thing, and you you gonna come back to my house and be disrespectful? No. You're an adult now. You gonna live your life and be your thing. You're not gonna come home and that's what I got going on here. Okay. Maybe in my abode, right, and talk trash. This, on the other hand, this is a young adolescent 
adolescent <laughs> child, growing adult, you do not put your hands on them, especially in the face. Nah. Okay? First off, two, I can't. Let, listen, let me say this before you go, because here's this. Here's the biggest thing, okay? One, okay, she, one, they are a child. But two, more importantly, two, the relationship between father and daughter, okay? And how the daughter is now going to perceive the father or a man with, with the laying of hands, you know, or that interaction is very damaging. Yeah, I'm, I'm squaring up 100%. If you're an adult and you're my child and I and you step out of line and you come in and buck everything, yeah, we, we squaring up. It's a wrap. Don't do it. I'm not that guy. But But look, no, don't, no, don't lay your hands like that. I'm a type of person, man, that I'm I'm thinking like, damn, what did I do as a parent to have to get to the point where I got to punch my child and my daughter at that? Like, I can see, like, you know, your son wanting to test his strength. He's like 16. You know, everybody had that time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your daughter, your baby girl, what point do you got to get to the way you're squaring up, throwing the hands with her? Like, we got to get to a point the way we can have a conversation. Or that, oh, that's just so far gone. That's too far gone, bro, at that point. Like, that's uncomfortable to hear, like, yeah, I got locked up. What you in here for, bro? You know, I had to knock my daughter the fuck out, <laughs> punch that bitch in her face. No, no, because they're going to hurt you when you go in and you say that. You go in and say that. They're going to hurt you for that. Like, uh, it just don't sound right. Nothing about it sounds right. Nothing about it sounds right at all, so no. But, yeah, Ralph, we're here because you know it's prime time tonight, so we moved our prime time, which usually we go hard to paint. Like K Dizzle says, mm-hmm. and we go live nine o'clock every Sunday night, no matter what. But we're gonna get it in tonight at seven, and we're gonna keep it going, man. So what else you thinking, bro? I, I mean, look, um, no, let's 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 go to look. I'm we all we can all agree Marty Stoudemire is in wrong, one hundred percent. You 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 shot me with that one, man, because I was the Marty Stoudemire guy. Yeah, yeah, that just just hit the airway. It's only been a few hours on that, so I, I've got your layout here, man. You know. Um, the, the major question, right, the major question we all want to know, and I think it's starting to leak out. Uh, it's starting to leak out slowly but surely. And let me put it up. Um, let me put it up. Right. Our good friend, I don't know if you're a good friend, our good friend, Gunner, has been released from prison. <laughs> I'm pushing P. A gunner has been released from prison early, served his time. Gunner, so, gunner. Apparently, you know, who was up for like five to ten, has served his time super early, and then comes out and proceeds to say, I have not snitched on anyone. Um, I got to say, I got to say, Kate, I don't mean to, to take anybody's attention away from what you just said. But I just saw one of the wildest finishes in the game between the Raiders and the Patriots. Did As you speak. Did I don't know what just happened, bro. But it was crazy, man. You know, we talk sports, but we live each and every Sunday. Was it they worth, out there? Was they it out there. The bro, it was it was a lateral. It looks like they were out there trying to score before overtime. They lateral the ball around and the Raiders intercept the lateral and score. <laughs> so the Raiders win 30 to 24, another parlay down in, in the dumps. But we, we talking about we talking about capping in your rap, man. And and I just been trying to talk to all you young hip hop fans 
and rappers and all you guys have put so much into what you hear on these tracks now. There's a fine line between that cap and that real rap. <laughs> and don't be surprised. All I'm saying, you talk about the optics look crazy, Eric. The optics look crazy. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter if he told or not because he's out and he was in court <laughs> and he was talking about YSL being a gang. And at the end of the day, the Rico charges are going away. Time has been served. Time has been suspended. And you know what? It's easy for me to sit here and say anything about this decision. I'm not a street guy. I'm not out here doing no, you know, doing the dirt and running around doing this and that. The way I got to be in a position where I got to make that decision. Mm-hmm. But man, who's going to be up in the studio with your boy Gunner now? And are the P's still going to be pushing and hitting the same like they were before the Yes Ma'am? The Yes Ma'am uh, game that he was playing in court the other day. Is is YSL a gang? Yes Ma'am. Were you in the car with such and such? And was this this and this found in the car? And was, wasn't any of this, you know, wasn't all of this not yours? Yes Ma'am. I mean, you, you know. <laughs> oh, you saw it, right? It's it's interesting to me because I I think it's great. Uh-huh. I think I think to I think people need to see this mm-hmm. because it just shows you what's been going on. Uh, uh, social media again is uncovering every single thing that we grew up believing to be true. That rappers told the truth. Social media says, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, they don't. Or if they do tell the truth, they might not stick with it and they might start talking. So I want to say, you know, that's hard because I want to say it'd be unfair to say. I think a lot more because there are a lot more new rappers. I think a lot of them is is speculative. I I don't believe uh, half their raps. Right. There's some that you got that, you know, old school, hardcore, you know, okay, This (laughs) this guy right here. All right. This guy right here, like even I'll give a prime example. Even before, um, even before his documentary came out, little baby, I was like, okay, this is street dude. I can or tell. Like, or like, or like Gucci man, you know Gucci man. Yeah, Gucci, street okay, dude. it's street dude right here, right? I, you can tell certain folk, you know, come from that side of the tracks. Other ones, yeah, no half. I'm gonna say seventy five percent of these kids. Oh yeah, they might they might have been with their weed man or been with somebody who knew somebody, but but I think the biggest thing was, you know, when your freedom is taken away, if you ever spend any time in any type of cell or any type of penitentiary or even close to it, um, you start really reconsidering life and your choices mm. <laughs> at that point and your choices because people especially when you. especially when you know you're going back to that to that Maybach. Especially to that phantom, especially when you've seen the highs of life, when you've seen a different level of success than other people, you know, it, it definitely changes your perspective how you can lose it all. So I thought it was so funny, man, to see everybody talking to 6ix9ine because 6ix9ine ran around like, see, I told you, I told you Gunner was going to snitch. There's a new snitch out. <laughs> Basically, take the, take the label off my back. And it's just funny, man, because, you know, listen, my point of bringing this up is not to get on the man for doing what he did. Yeah. But it's just to take it with a grain of salt, man. It's just like watching a movie. 
Like, don't live your life off these lyrics. Don't be out here making bad decisions <laughs> and be out here pushing P when your rappers are out here pushing please. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know, be smart, live your life because you got to go to work. Oh, man. You got to go to work. You got to go to work. You got to live. And look, he didn't want to be in jail. That's all I know. So he got out early. And now even um, your boy, um, Young Thug, his it, some of his stuff was dropped. So who knows? Man, him. It's, it's interesting, man. I'll tell you what. It, it might get to the point. Okay, the sense for these 2,000 babies. Yeah. You know, it's a different generation, man. Every day, every day we find out it's a little different. But, again, I'm not going to be old half sitting on here talking about the youngins. Just get it together, guys. Get it together. <laughs> it's going to be okay. But what's up, baby, uh, Shanae? And, uh, but, yeah, man, you know, I was looking at that. It's been a lot of court entertainment and hip hop before we talk about what's been going on in football. Let me put you know, it right there. Hold you on. know, your girl, hey, hey, your girl <laughs> Meg the Stallion has been trying to end Tory Lanez's life for the past two years. And the more and more they go to court over the past week, it's just getting a little bit fuzzy here and fuzzy here. You know, apparently that's another situation that you start to believe a story that you tell yourself. And it is very possible. I've heard, I've heard that you can make up a story and, and tend to believe it, and I, and I wasn't there. No, none of us were there. But what we what we have heard in these streets is that is that they were offered money to change their testimony, mm. right? Especially the girl, the girlfriend, Meg's girlfriend Kelsey. Yes, with a million dollars to change the testimony, and all of a sudden, we don't remember anything that happened. We don't remember anything we said within the testimony. We don't remember what transpired. We it's all fuzzy now. Rock Nation stepped in and said, "Y'all got to cut <laughs> this dumb shit out. We got to get back to making money, man." Yo, yo, what did you say? What did you say? Is make the stallion the new juicy smoyak? <laughs> oh man, we we ate that story up uh, back when we first started out with Jesse Smollett. Jesse, Jesse Smollett. Smollett. Like it's something, it's something funny about, it's something funny, something funny about pump faking <laughs> and getting exposed on the light. I mean, I'm talking about this, the big screen. Like she's sitting in there. The best friend gave a whole testimony to the pro, to the, to the prosecution. They come in, open, they open the case up with dance, bitch. <laughs> They're quoting the girl's testimony of saying allegedly what Tory Lane said to uh yeah. Meg the Stallion. And then all of a sudden after they do their theatrics, they bring her up there and she says, Yeah, all that I all that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> all that was a lie. I don't think this is gonna be able to be really anything. So we'll see how it goes, man. I think it's gonna be another situation as much ado about nothing. I guess being in people's Everyday conversation is where it is. It doesn't matter if it's if you're in court, if you're snitching, if you're getting out, uh, if you're going in. But just that, you know, they're just staying popular, man. People still talking about that same night where they got fried up at Kylie Jenner's house. And, mm-hmm. You know, who knows, man? It, it definitely, uh, it definitely got a little bit, a little risky out there. Look, I, you know, Meg the Stallion's been talking about how embarrassed he is. You know, to be talking in public about her sex life. Uh, look, it is what it is. You're in the limelight. If you're seeing with anybody, they're going to be considering to talk about your sex life. This stuff is going to happen. I, I get it. Uh, you know, so 
It's just something that just comes with the territory. It may be embarrassing for you, and and it's just it's just what it is. It's the same. It's it's like a bigger platform. If anybody on here in the streets have bodies, and somebody knew all your bodies, and they just put your bodies on Twitter or they put your bodies on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you at, um, it's just different for you because it's reported in the news. <laughs> or or you gotta be like Nicki Minaj and you gotta, you know, you can't give it up to all the rappers, man. That's that's I why that's why you said that. That's why that. that's why she's she's had a long successful rap career now. They said uh Gucci was uh mad because he couldn't get with Nicki, but you know, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. I'm ready to roll into the NFL before we take it to what we want to talk about tonight. What you wanna do, man? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So before we get into the deep dive, they just line straight line, straight line in there, man. So, so I wanted to I wanted to roll out a question, lady. If you're still with us in the chat, if you're coming in, I got a funny dating scenario I wanted to ask y'all about. He is. I got a funny dating scenario I want to ask y'all about, and I think it's going to be divisive. I like it too because I think a lot of people are going to go different ways with the questions. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna run through the NFL real quick. A lot of crazy games today. I'm excited about the Commanders and Giants playoff game. Obviously, whoever wins this game tonight is going to be in a very good position to make the playoff. Uh, the team that loses isn't eliminated, but it's going to uh, definitely have an uphill battle. Um, but as far as today, man, weird games. Some very weird games. Was there a game that stood out to you? Besides that awful Chicago Bears Eagles game that I watched today, yeah, that was an awful game. The um, Cowboys destroyed my parlay. I've been I've been low key. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have picked them. Putting the Cowboys them. on my parlays, man. I gotta have. I gotta stay off Fanduel. I gotta yeah, put like should, some yeah. type of parental code on my shit. You shouldn't <laughs> you should never pick them. You should have looked at how good Jacksonville was playing uh, this year. Four touchdowns from your boy Trevor Lawrence, man. Forty to thirty-four. He was throwing daggers out there. Um, no, there was nothing really crazy that stood out other than the, you know the Raiders winning. I knew I was talking to Dre from the Vikings game, obviously. I was talking to Dre from the Upset Podcast the other night, and I told him the Lions was the Lions were going to win out and make the playoffs. And sure enough, they beat the Jets today. So I mean, that stood out from from a confidence standpoint. So who are they gonna take out? Who's gonna who's gonna be bumped for the Lions to get in? Uh the Giants. Uh so what really upset me was the Colts, you know, just just disintegrating in that game because the Minnesota Vikings are not that good. They're not as good <laughs> as I think they are. They are I think they are a terrible team. And I and I in the mere fact that their most of their wins are comeback victories are are exactly what it means to be, I won't say lucky, there's skill to it, but you're playing teams that have that aren't able to finish games. We could definitely that's that's a topic we could sit down and have a drink over we'll and be have a drink and be it. total agreeants and be in total agreeance, K Dizzle. We both hate Minnesota, yeah. not the state. But the Vikings is just so unbelievable to me, man. And when I saw them pull off the biggest comeback in history. I was the biggest hater. I was like, man, this is fucking Bama-ass Bama Kirk Cousins, man. Finds a way to be the king of mediocrity again. I was, too. Like, how are you going to celebrate coming back and beating the Colts, man? 
Yeah, I was, I was, I was very upset on that. So, and I want to talk about the sorry ass Ravens too. For anybody that's watching, man, I really appreciate our new viewers that are coming in. A lot of y'all Baltimoreans are stepping <laughs> in the building. I still don't fuck with y'all Ravens. And thirteen to three, losing to Cleveland today or yesterday, that game was the worst, bro. <laughs> the worst. There was no. Uh, uh, <laughs> There's no QB, no QB the there. Worst game, bro. Um, our boy Deshaun Watson is looking terrible. You know, the worst two years, two years away from football. Hopefully, he gets it, he gets it together. But Baltimore's in trouble. Hey, mama, what hey, up, mama. my dudes? Before we before we slide on, true man, what you think's gonna happen tonight, man? Tonight, Giants Commanders. Let's go. I have Commanders winning. Okay, it's gonna win. I don't. I, I think it's gonna be close. But I think they're gonna win. I just wanted to see what you was gonna say because you know where y'all got y'all L from. Y'all know where y'all got y'all L from. Just, just keep reminding that. Just if we see y'all in the playoffs, then it'll be a whole nother conversation. But you got a long way to go. Oh, so oh, 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 long oh, way. Oh. Y'all you thought. Y'all yeah. thought I wasn't gonna have nothing to talk no, no, about. No, come you know January. What? <laughs> no, you know what? That may work out. They may work out for us in our favor because. We'll see the lowest lowest seed team, right? We'll see it the lowest seed team that survives the next round. So it ain't gonna be us. Yeah, yeah, we'll be up. Nah, we'll, we'll be, be all right. We'll probably play San Fran. You probably play San Fran. Is San Fran four? No, you'll probably be play. Um, you probably play Tampa. Nah, Tampa. I don't think we get that draw. No, you probably play Tampa. No, we play Detroit. It wouldn't be you. You play Detroit. Yeah. But I tell you what, I'm going to love this game tonight. I think it's going to be interesting. Win or lose, it's going to be fun. It's going to be an old-fashioned uh, NFC East battle. They are in Landover, Landover. And it's going to be at home. It's chilly out there. I think the crowd is going to be nice and balanced. There's going to be a lot of Giants fans in the building. They travel well, but it it's might be – it might be a game. So my prediction, man, is going to be 24 to 22, the Washington Commanders. Mm. Daniel Jones runs out the pocket, gets smacked up, fumbles the ball, defense runs it in for a score. That's going to be the deciding factor in the game. That's my bold prediction, man. Now, if Barkley has a good first half, it might be trouble for y'all. Okay. That's it. If you don't have a good first half, then y'all might be okay. But look, this is a very. I keep reading this question over here. This is a very. <laughs> so go ahead and give the premise out on what we're going to be talking about. So shout out to my man CJ, my man CJ, my baby's goddaddy. Shout out to him, man. He was talking to me about situations, you know, situations that you find yourself in. We always have those times where we go out. You know, we go out with our significant other. It could have been. Somebody we're just starting to date. Somebody we're just learning. Mm-hmm. Or it can be somebody that you've been with for a long time. But I think it's always fun to have a few dates at the casino. I think that's a good place where a lot of character can be determined. <laughs> a lot of character can be determined? On the open and low key. I think you can kind of look at people's decision making and make some type of judgment about them in ways with how they carry themselves at the casino. Follow me now. There's some casino etiquette 
and date <laughs> etiquette. You know me, Shanae, I gotta I gotta paint the picture. <laughs> so I'm gonna just start it off by saying this is this is a first second date. That's a fun day, Erica. So look, Erica, you out met a young man, very handsome. You know, checking all the boxes. Your first date is, hey, let's go to live casino. Let's do it. I like slots. I like slots too. Okay, great. Y'all sit down at the slots. Go ahead, babe. Take a spin. He throws you a hundred dollar bill. Right? You didn't ask him for it. You didn't say I need a hundred dollars to play the slots, but he said, Go ahead, babe, do your thing on me. Hit hit your hundred, do your thing. And you get to going. And now, all of a sudden you're hearing do 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 or whatever that sound is, you just running it up. Right. You know, you running it up. You're having a phenomenal time on that date. I mean, this guy, he's laughing. You're laughing. You're winning about six, seven hundred dollars. Now it's time to go ahead and go get something to eat. And he's got that look at you. He's looking at you. He's <laughs> pretending like he ain't looking at you, but he's looking at you. He's like, good job. High five. <laughs> you did your thing on that slot machine. Yeah. Are you going to break my man off with anything? And I'm talking about money. Mm. Where do you find it in your heart, Erica, on that fun date where that man just threw you a hundred dollars and said, "Go ahead and uh, see how the slots treat you." When you turn that hundo into eight hundred, what's your gesture? What do you do to return the the offer? What's the right thing to do? <laughs> I give him back his hundo. So that's the first answer, right, Kate Dizzle? <laughs> I think it's a funny question because you, all right, you know, let's, let's break it down. <laughs> now we're talking about a person that you're, you're just getting to know. You, you haven't been in a relationship with them. You're just dating them. They slide you the money. Now it's up to that person. Cause my man CJ made it very interesting. He said, look, if I've been in that position before, I say, look, do your thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's, we're going to break it down with whatever we win. He he has his disclaimer. See, some people go harder than other people. You know what I'm saying? Some people go harder, Kate. Those are like, I might not, I might be the person that might not say nothing because I might want to see if she's going to give me back my $100 or, you know, see how she carries it because she might go ahead and pay for dinner, right? She might give me back my 100 like Erica said. I didn't have to give her the hundred. There's different things to it, but it's interesting to see how that person carries it because how people see money, especially early, you can definitely peek into some funny shit about them. So just imagine, you know, you don't have that disclaimer and she doesn't ask you for the hundred, but you say, huh, here you go. Go ahead and play some blackjack. <laughs> right. That's not what I said earlier. <laughs> i say what I said earlier. So isn't that something when you got people bringing out the the, the pre-talk or the the pre-show convo? So my biggest thing is like, if you don't give the disclaimer, you can't expect anything and judge anybody off of it. I do that. So I'm I'm probably an asshole because I'm not going to give the disclaimer, but I'm going to kind of give that side eye and say, let me see how she carries it. Because if she turns that 100 into 1,500... I would really feel my mouth would start getting dry at the thought of just having to speak on, can I get some shoes out of this or something? 
can I get some cheesecake out of this or something? <laughs> like I should, Erica, I should get more than a hundred back. Uh, See, why do you gotta go there every oh, time? Oh, every time oh, you oh, give oh. someone something, and no, I'm talking about I financed, <laughs> I financed the ability for you to now turn your hundred into a thousand dollars. Uh huh. Why can't you give me half? All right. So, so the question is, ooh, <laughs> let me say this right now, okay? Dating a date wise casino is a trap. <laughs> it's, a trap. It's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's, a it's a trap when you've been in a relationship for three years. It's a trap. So look, why should you get more than a hundred dollars back? That's look. This ooh, <laughs> I need you. This is this is rough. This is a rough book, right? So here's what you got. Now, if you go in, if you're giving a hundred dollars, or you're giving money just off of courtesy or principle. That's one, you know, oh, just, just being you, that's one thing. If they're asking for money to play with, that's a whole nother thing. But it's still the picture, K does on I'm gonna let you go. No, it's this it's the sight, it's the sight of seeing her put all that money in her purse. I just wanna see the I wanna see that specific moment, Kay, where she's getting her winnings and she's putting it in her purse. Is she looking over her shoulder while she's putting it in her purse? <laughs> is she looking at the boy like Ew. because that's the moment that I want to see because I'm going to laugh because I'm going to say oh she put the whole 15 away yo yo I'm going to tell you what she's doing right now she is sliding to the restroom hitting the cash out the window what is she doing so what does she do so what does she do when y'all get to the joke I'm going to paint the picture Sinead no, no, no! Just, wait, wait, Sinead wait! Trolling, Sinead wait, trolling. Wait for you before you paint the picture. Now, Sinead brings a very important thing. If you go in and you put the you put the asterisk on that hundred dollars you give, you give him money with strings attached. Of course, now, you are. Now, what does that look like? Is if it's a date, right? <laughs> if it's a date, and you give him money up front with strings attached. Erica said. <laughs> Erica said, "I'm gonna tell him dance, bitch." <laughs> but that's the judgment. It goes both ways. That's the beauty of it, because it's it's a, it's one of those. This is this is who's paying the bill times a hundred. Okay. In a okay. sense, this is this is that quiet. The bill comes. I'm gonna look at you. You look at me. Are we doing fifty fifty? We going Dutch? What are we doing times a hundred? Because mm-hmm. I don't have other character knowledge about you. Mm-hmm. That's why I say it's funny in the beginning because. You might be ignorant and take that one instance and make a whole judgment about that girl or that guy because you don't necessarily know them. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's funny just to have that walk to the little ticket jump, the ATM, mm-hmm. where you put your ticket in that pays you back what you won off the slot right. machine because y'all are going to have that walk. And the walk is always, yeah, you know what I'm saying? What you about to do? We just won this, blah, blah, blah. When she puts that ticket in and it says, and it pays her back our money. When she turns, and if it's already away before she completes her turn, right? Hilarious. <laughs> no, but here's here's the other funny part, right? Here's the other funny part, because you know Erica's making very valid points to saying that you know we don't know each other yet. It's either first or the second right. date. Yeah, we both <laughs> enjoy the casino, right? Let's say you let's say you do give that hundred dollars, right? And you know they have a decent night. They they make some money, but you hit big that night. You hit big personally. 
You know, you come out with the 1500 You gave their 100 and they might be down three. And you both walk into the ticket table. What are we, do- what are we doing at that point? Where are we going in that scenario at that point? <laughs> Bruh. It's silence on that end. Right? What are we doing at that point? <laughs> I I still think it would be hilarious <laughs> to see the move that you make. Is is there a number? I mean, is there a number? Is it this? It's five hundred. Let's say just say five hundred dollars. Let's say five hundred dollars. You gave a hundred, and you look. Now that we analyze, casino need to be a first date. See, exactly. Casino's a trap date. So. But you guys both enjoy the casino. You decide to go together and you, you know, spend some time there. If if you give her honey and she's, you know, gets down or he or she gets down, and you have a great night, do you split the winnings? Um, in that same situation, man, you know damn well if, especially if she had an off night, mm-hmm. like if she, let's say if she lost, you know, let's say if she lost her own three hundred. Right, that she came with and she put it up on the table. You throw her a hundred because you kind of see she having some tough luck, right? And she comes up and she hits. I don't necessarily think I'm looking for anything. Okay. If okay. I'm gonna judge you, like Shanae said, keep it real, keep it real, half. Don't go on live and change up. If I gotta keep it real and hold true to myself, I think I'm gonna probably judge you if you don't offer me the hundred back. Mm. Call me an asshole. Call me whatever you want. Mm. I'm not going to be up here lying and shit. I'm going to keep it real. I'm mm. going to look at you kind of sideways. If you don't gesture, I'm not going to take it. The type of person I am, I'm not going to take it. Okay. And Shanae knows that. But I am going to kind of look at you like, Shawnee ain't even offering me my hundred grand, though. ACJ, AKD, you know, me and Shawnee went out. We had a good time alive and everything. I, you know, I, I threw Shorty some money to, to play the sides just because that's how I am. You know, you know mm-hmm. how I am. And she hit seven fifty, and didn't even gesture the hundred dollar bill back to my way. I don't think I'm taking Shorty out again. <laughs> that's what I said off the air. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, what about what about the intern? What about the return? You give her a hundred, she down, and you come out. Let's say you come out with a stack. You had a good night. Do you do you do the same thing, or do you do you do the same thing? You walk, your, keep your money, and keep walking, or do you share some of the wins? You gonna buy it? You gonna buy her steak dinner? Same way she buy your steak dinner if you gave it a hundred. So let me get this right. You're going to not set an expectation that you want your money back, and then go behind her back and talk about her when she don't give you your money. <laughs> <laughs> we do that. We do that all the time when you start dating somebody. When you start, when you start dating somebody, you do a lot of those things just to see how they're gonna carry something. Yeah, and that's just one of those moments. Like when I'm down, how you gonna carry it? Like I want to keep the party going, so yeah. I would feel funny if we both sit down at the table. Even like me and you, K. Dizzle, we at the casino. We sit down. You want to let's say you break even, mm-hmm. or even if you do lose a couple of dollars, and I'm your man's, and I win two bands. Like uh, like Erica said, we eating good. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to try to pick your spirits up so you can at least felt like you won or you had a good time with me. That's how I feel as a friend because I'm an energy guy. I don't want to walk out the door counting my money and being like, oh, you know, I want a thousand dollars. And you sitting there like, hmm, nah, nah. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be like, hey, man, you, you know, we should get something to eat. You want to go out, you know, buy here, get a bottle. At least make you feel like you had a good time. But I don't I don't think the type of person that I am, if I'm with a girl and I win like, you know, a thousand dollars and she's down, I don't think I would feel good about, you know, just 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 stunting and putting it up. I probably at least like, a, you know, give her, give her something. So that's why I say I'm a, and, and if the shoes on the other foot and you come up, gesture my hundred dollars back, please. <laughs> it's just a gesture. <laughs> so is it a gesture or is it a requirement? I think for me it's a I think for me it's the thought. I think for you it's a requirement. Nah man, it's the thought. No, think about it. Think about it. It's, for you it's a requirement. <laughs> it's a requirement because let's because the first thing that's gonna happen if it doesn't happen in that manner, even even if you don't, like I said, would you break the girl off half of you won the fifteen hundred? That's exactly what I said. You know, if um you know, if if you if you don't gesture, if she de- if the gesture doesn't come back, then then you're upset. You're gonna move on, right? Hundred percent. That's what you said. If they come up fifteen hundred, and you only get a hundred back. You are gonna move on? Nah, we're not cool. That ain't cool with me personally. I probably I probably would though. Kate, does to answer I, Erica's question, I probably would. Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting down. The type of person I am, if I'm sitting down in some sugar mama in some fantasy world, so huh, here's a hundred, put that in the slot machine. And I put it in there and I hit three three bands, I probably would give her half. Mm. I would. Because I wasn't even in the game. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even in the game. So I would probably go ahead and just give half because that's just the type of person that I am. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else, but... I'm just honestly answering the question. What would you do? Would you give half or would you just gesture back to 100? No, I give half. Yeah. I give half. That's that's just me. That's that's just me. So you agree? We both have fun. It's money I didn't. It's money that I didn't really have to work for. It's money that I, you know, that I won. So for me to give half isn't going to change my life in any way, shape, form, fashion. Anytime that I'm up plus, I'm plus, I'm up some, I break it off. I move, I move on. So we in agreement. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a man thing, you know, the old school traditional guy thing. But the chat's in the uproar. Shanae says, "What if she takes the hundred dollars a few days later and buys you a gift that's worth more? Now you then already to talk shit about her." <laughs> and then Erica says, "Oh, I like this Shanae." <laughs> So shout out to the chat, man. We love y'all for coming through. This is why we ask for you guys to come in here each and every Sunday because it's fun, right? It's some situational stuff. And I don't know, K-Dizzle. Look, here's the thing. The casino is a trap. (laughs) In every facet. Every facet in shape, form, or fashion. Whether whether you go by yourself or whether you go with your significant other, whether you go on a date. You're never alone at the casino. You, you're, you're never alone. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing you're going to learn is one about yourself, or two about the person that you're with. Um, if you hit big at the casino, <laughs> if you hit big at the casino, don't tell Marcus. That's funny. That's look, what you took from this. Look. <laughs> so look, 
um, you can you can learn a lot about yourself at the casino. Some good things, some bad things, your tolerance levels, and also your addict, addiction levels. Um, just be mindful of the, all of those things, and you can learn a lot from relationships as far as give and take. And this this goes on a whole different principle as far as you know. Take it out of the casino if you want. If you won the lottery, if you won the lottery, if you play in a pool at work. Right, everybody put hundred dollars in this pool, and everybody ticket buy tickets at the lot. You know, tick, lottery tickets, and they win the Powerball. Always is everybody splitting that money, or is that person that went the ticket got the ticket <laughs> going going on their merry special way? Because nine times out of ten, when those things happen at pools at work, they don't have contracts that they sign based on the agreements that this is what we're going to do with the money if we do hit it on these numbers. No, be mindful and be careful. <laughs> be careful of the trap like that. That's the other trap. If you're going to do something, if you're going to give, give without the expectation of give, getting in return, regardless of what happens with that money. Give without giving, give without the expectation of receiving in return. Okay. That way you don't get disappointed. That way you don't get upset. If whatever happens, good fortune comes to them, and you just you just live a happy life in there. Just forget that money, and it'll come back to you in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Don't judge them by that, because like I said, most of the people said already in the chat, we're gonna eat good tonight. But I'm gonna take my fifteen hundred. I'm gonna take my fifteen hundred dollars home. <laughs> I don't want to leave, but I gotta go right now. So, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, we did a super early, super early show tonight because we want to make sure that we get the, you know, get all eyes on the game that's going down 30, 45 minutes away from where we are right now. For you, it's probably 15 minutes for me, but look, tell them where they can find us, help. Man, we still here. And you know what I want to say first about this, K-Dizzle? Yeah. As you put on Facebook.com slash ADU podcast, YouTube.com slash ADU podcast. We are not a pandemic podcast. <laughs> you know what that means? Go we ahead. are not a flash in the pan podcast that just came about because of the pandemic. No mm-hmm. shots taken to anybody personally. But we're going to be here. We've always wanted to be here and we're going to keep growing and we are really appreciating everybody that's been sticking with us. So keep an eye out for everything we got going on. Please follow us on Instagram. Please like, share, and subscribe to the All Dressed Up podcast on YouTube. Support K Dizzle DC on all his platforms. Please check out myself, have streams on all my platforms. Please put your hands around your friends and your family. Tell them you love them. Rest in peace to Twitch. Um, if you didn't know, Twitch was very uh, popular. Dancing, entertainer, personality uh, was featured on the Ellen Show. Um, unfortunately, he just was found and he lost his life. So, especially around the holidays, please check on your people. Tell them you love them. Even if they're pissing you off, just call them and tell them, you know, because sometimes they just want to hear from you. You never know what's going on. And that's all I got, Kay. Let me say this about about that situation, right? Everybody's turning and saying, check on your friends. And what that means is, actually have a real conversation okay your strong friends are strong but they're also strong-willed and not all not searching and seeking out the help that they need sometimes because sometimes they feel like they have to be strong for everyone else that they don't have anybody for them okay so 
when you talk and you check on your friends, you stress the point, you push the point because we've all been talking about it. And I watched reality's podcast over the weekend, shout out to reality's podcast on, they've been doing their thing on IG. Make sure um, it, that you have somebody that you can pour out, pour out into, find that person that you feel comfortable with. It's okay to not be okay. You have to find somebody you can be a hundred percent vulnerable with that you're able to tell them how you're feeling and what your thoughts and emotions are at that time so that you can help deal with them better and, and work through this thing called life. Because the truth of the matter is we're all dealing with the same issues. <coughs> Just don't talk about it because we're sometimes we're too busy trying to be strong for someone else when we know we need somebody to hold us up every now and again. So love your people, not just check on your people, but love them enough to care for them, to, to dig deep. Um, we aren't going to be here next Sunday because it is Jesus Christ's birthday. We're going to celebrate it with our friends and our families. So make sure you do the same. Call those people who are in your minds, touch them, make sure they know that they're loved, make sure that they know that you are still in their lives and you're important and there for a reason. We thank you. We, we're going to celebrate for the rest of this week and rest of this year of 2022. 2023 is going to bring awesome new things for everybody. And, um, but that's it. That's all I, that's all I got. That's all I got, man. Well said, Kay Dizzle. I couldn't have said it better. And again, while we're away for the holidays and celebrating and enjoying our families, the way you stay connected to the ADU podcast is by checking us out on these platforms and following us on Instagram. But happy holidays. Merry Christmas, baby. It was a good episode. We'll see you next time. See you, baby. And you know, you know. And I know, I know. And they know, they know. And we know, we go all in.